Hey guys, Nolan and Jason again with Roofing Webmasters. Howdy. Today is one of these things is not like the other. Roof keyword ranking Grover theory or roofer keyword ranking Grover theory, whichever you right. prefer. So I get people that call and we talk about various things, you know, on what makes good marketing, the, the essence, what, why someone needs to market, what happens when they market. And then invariably after quite a bit of explanation, people say things like, why do I need a new website? I've got a website. Almost certainly. Do I need anyone to work <laughs> on my Google business profile? I have a Google business profile and I'll say, Hey, look, and this isn't to be funny about it. I just say, look, this is take away all the stuff that's floating around out there and just try to remove it all and look at your web presence, your, your code, your, not your code, but your design, your content, what it visually looks like to you, how much content and what the quality of it looks like to you right now. And look at your amount of reviews or your Google business profile and compare it to the others in your market. Right. And, be and obviously you're not number one or you wouldn't be calling. If you were number one, you'd be happy with your spot and you wouldn't be making the phone If call. they were in <clears throat> high ranking for many things, they wouldn't call. Right. And so Grover was the Sesame Street thing. One of these things is not like the other. This came out of a conversation on a different podcast where he <laughs> thought it was Elmo and I got offended because Grover is the OG monster. Elmo never actually did this though, right? Yeah, I couldn't find an instance I, of I actually Elmo didn't. doing it. I just threw Elmo in and you got <laughs> irate. Like you, you went on tilt just for mentioning Elmo. Well, actually, they I took basically I the put same Grover design. in the same. Yeah. yeah, they took basically the same design as Grover, made him smaller, made him red, and gave him a cute, high pitched voice. And kids went crazy for him, and everybody gave Elmo all the attention. But Grover is the OG. Is Grover still around? Yeah, uh, Grover still, still around. I, th still I think around. like. Elmo is his cousin or something like that in the show. Oh, well, his young, his hipper, younger cousin. Well, he's not hipper. He's like, he's like, they, they he's play him off like childlike. he's a little kid. Okay. Yeah. And that's he, and he connected with the little kids, but Grover had super Grover and nothing beats. Super and you Grover. looked up <clears throat> one of these things is not like the other. And it was related to multiple skits. And yeah. Yeah. They used the song over and over. And it, was, it was a lesson it was, as is this. Of telling kids to look at three, usually three things, sometimes four things. So we're the, the we're the old, are we the old men? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah. So anyway, so Grover did. I remember Grover mainly yeah. doing this. Jason said Cookie Monster did it too. But if you'll, I, I I think that I'm good at explaining this stuff to people without being condescending. Just like, hey, this is what this stuff is. This is what the market is. This right. is what people sell you. This is what needs to be done to your website. And when people are, if, if you'll actually stop and just take a minute and say, does my site look like the other people's? And then if you take away all your. And, and when he says look like other people's, he's not just talking about visually. He's talking about the quality of the content, the amount of content, yeah. the number of pages. Does it read like well? Does it the, look good? Yeah. Does it have a good yeah. user interface? Yeah. Like just stuff that anybody can tell. Yeah, anybody can look at that and see it. But people get lost in all the all the marketing and propaganda out there and say, well, and then they and then they say, well, people just pop up because it's magic. And it's like, well, if you'll actually go through and look, you can tell that there's things that Google seems to like. Right. And that doesn't mean that you can do all those things by yourself without professional help. And I'm not just saying that because we want to sell our services. Right. You literally cannot do like 
most of the things that need to be done. Right. You can do some of the things that need to be done it's, and you it's, need to. It's not, it's not supposed to be your area of expertise. Just and, and we've made this point many times, just like you need a lawyer, you need a CPA. You need a roofer. Yeah. Yeah, but, people, I mean, you don't, if you go, if you drive down the street and you'll see some guy climbing up on his roof, put his own roof on, you're like, well, he's going to mess that up. Yeah. So people um, do that, don't do that to almost any other category. Right. But in our category, they say, well, I could do it. I just don't have time. And it's like, we hear that so much. You could do it maybe, but I could do the roof as well. I could do my plumbing. I could Badly. do my electrical. <laughs> yeah. Poorly. Yeah. And if I became proficient at it, I would waste so much time doing it that I would have hurt my other business badly. Right. So something's going to go bad and wrong there. So you do need help, but there are things that you need to do, but it, it, it's a very important. I don't know, you know, I, I, you know, the stuff like, uh, you know, uh, addiction recovery come to mind and stuff, but like if someone's so mired in stuff that they can't see that their sight's bad. Yeah. That's like the first step. Like I'm, you know, you, I'm, I'm Joe, the, the roofer and I have a, I have poor, a bad website. I have a poor web presence. Yeah. We like, love you, Joe. Hey Joe. I was once like you. I know how you feel. I felt the same way until I found out, found the roofing web matchers. And then I saw the truth and the light and I realized that I had a bad web presence. And when I figured that that happened, I decided to come clean and, and give my web presence the attention that it deserved. And when I did that, Google gave me the respect that I had earned. Right. And then I showed up at the top of rankings. <laughs> Pretty good, right? <laughs> we can do like a group Zoom call. Bad digital marketing anonymous. Yeah, bad, <clears throat> bad marketers anonymous. Our one-step program, call us. <laughs> the one step. No, we need more than one step. I want people to cop clean. Man. I want people to like, if, if they don't, if they can't admit it, they can't grow and learn, man. Yeah. Gotta go public. That's true. I mean, that's really true though. It is. Nolan Walker here for Roofers Paradise. Thank you for checking out our podcast here for Roofing Webmasters, where we talk about nothing but marketing. But I'd love for you to check out Roofers Paradise, where I personally interview and talk with roofers. We talk about their successes, their failures, their dreams, their goals and ambitions. It's a great podcast where we actually speak to roofers. Love to have you check out Roofers Paradise. You can find us on YouTube by searching Roofers Paradise. Any platform for podcasts, search Roofers Paradise. Be sure to subscribe, or you can actually go to roofersparadise.show. Look forward to having you over at Roofers Paradise. You know, we talk about uh, looking at your own web presence and comparing it to others. You have to look at it with a very objective eye. We get a lot of people that they like the site they have. Right. And sometimes it's just because they paid money for it and, you know, they don't want to feel like that money was a waste sometimes they let their nephew do it and they don't want to. Sometimes their opinion is a one page site's prettier and better and no one wants to see anymore. Yeah. And, and no, nobody reads that content. If anybody like we it, that a lot. clients call us and say, I love my site, even though it's horrible, it's a one page. I don't think I need content. Why do you guys even do what you do for a living? You know, why do we have to do any of this? Why doesn't Google, no, and then people make up excuses like, well, they're just up there because they're big. Right. You know, they're just up there because they spend a ton of money. And like all these things are made up narratives to justify a position. If anybody ever came, if they went to anybody's house to bid a roof 
and someone started popping off the same types of things to them. Yeah, they would. We just, don't have to nail the shingles in. You can just lay them just up there. Just lay them stay. up there. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even like full shingles over my plywood. Like, why in the hell they do blow people, off? Who cares? They're gonna get old anyway and have to be redone every twenty years. It's ridiculous. I can walk up there and throw new yeah, ones I, down. Anybody can do this. I've got some, you know, we've got some epoxy and a bucket of stuff, and you know, it's not how they do it in in the third world country with the mud and the clay. You know, I'd like, like a thatched roof. Like, so, and it's like, well, or or the other side of it, like, I don't think they need a new website. Well, just I don't, you know, make the damn thing not leak. And I'm I'm paying you. I don't want to hear your crap. So, just well, well, sir, do it. Baseball size hail bombarded your house, and you have thirty holes through your. It roof. still looks good, <laughs> and I like it. Just put a new shingle Spackle in those it. spots. Spackle, Spackle those it. spots. <laughs> Cock it. Yeah. I've got some, uh, what is that, great stuff in the back. I got bought a case of foam. I don't need Just you for spray it in there. any of this. It'll be fine. I'm, I'm kind of angry. Here's some money. If you if you speak up, I'm really going to be pissed. I'm going to leave you a bad review. <laughs> I'm going to leave you a bad review. But yeah, I mean, just but, think about that. If someone said that when you were bidding a job, yeah, that's, you know, not to be... But it's the same. Not it, to be sassy about it, but that's that's it, what it sounds it like. It does when they sound say that like it. Us. Yeah. So so you need to like have this moment where you're like, oh, Google wants quality uh, signaling, quality content, quality code base, regular activity, um, nice user interface. Like these are all things that you're like, okay, I can help with this, or I can do this, and I can get quality professional help to do stuff. So that it's the best signaling to Google. Like right. that's what we're here to like produce the, it's not just the best design, but the best and the best content, but the content knowing how to be done properly, structured properly, code based properly, things like domain authority, um, you know, all those, uh, all those signals and stuff like uh, citations. And there's just, there's a lot of things that you need done. It's things yeah. like data pens, of course, and that regular daily signaling. And then the client comes in and does, recognizes it and says, okay, I'm going to, like, this makes sense described this way. Right. I'm going to get the best website I can with enough content to cover my categories that makes for a good user experience so that I'm worthy of showing up in map ranking and organic, map ranking, organic keyword ranking. Right. I, I, I told you before we started this, I'm going to start calling it organic keyword ranking because everybody thinks that maps show up out of magic. And yeah. it has zero to do with SEO and it has everything to do with all this stuff. Yeah. So without SEO, the map doesn't happen except in some weird edge cases yeah. or primary category cases, which you want to qualify for if you didn't have a great overall presence. Right. Right. You, you want to show up in the first place. And so those people that show up that are up there, they're big because they're up there, not up there because they're big. Right. And they, are astute and recognize that they need to give quality to Google to show up on, on Google you right? Know, because they're giving, they're actually considerate of the user or the potential roofing client, giving that person the best experience possible and the best overall view of a brand, the best signaling 
And so that brand has a great design, code-based content, gets rec worked on regularly, reviewed regularly, pins and geo-coordinates of where they are and the unique photos and captions and yeah. things like I, that. Yeah, it's a good point to make because uh, SEO used to be a thing <laughs> of giving Google what it wanted. And we did it, everybody did it because that was what worked. Um, but they have the algorithm has gotten much more sophisticated and they are not looking for you. And in fact, the most recent helpful content update, it actually kind of punished if you were just trying to give Google what it wanted. Right. They want you to give the end user, your potential customer, what they want. And they judge you whether they think you're doing that. So giving the customer the information they need to make a decision. This been like this for like this concept five, six, seven years, yeah. but, but, um, it was hard seven years ago to change my thought process about this. Well, but, and I mean, when they first started talking about it five or six, seven years ago, it's pretty standard with Google. They start talking about what they want you to do, but not what they're the direction they want to go, right. but they're really not ready for it. Right. And, but now they've, they're starting to really catch up. So, yeah. And so you would, you would basically give Google what they wanted, which was yeah. links out of India and blogging and all this other crud that was just junk, junk signaling, basically contrived yeah. and fake signals. And then Google would reward you for it. The reason it was kind of hard to change the attitude early on, because what Jason said, they were, they weren't actually rewarding the user experience yet. Right. But the most recent algorithm, which was only several months ago, the Google Got good content. Helpful content. Helpful content. Helpful content. So the, it, it was it was rolled out, I think, in August. And I, we actually haven't talked about this. That's a really interesting point. The helpful content helps the user, not not tricks Google. Right. So right. just so that helpful is helpful to the end user. Blogs literally are there, and everybody knows they're there, for, at least for a contractor basis. Maybe not some drug company or something, but yeah. a contractor of, is putting up a blog to give what they think Google wants so that they can show up for a keyword, knowing that nobody in their right mind would want to read the 100 blogs they put up. Right. And so if that those concepts and those things are, and that's stuff that we help with, though. We bring together that most, but that's that's why they need professional services. Like it's, they, they need professional services because those tiny little turns of concept is why stuff optimizes now. Nolan Walker here for DataPens. You may not know, but I own a software company and we have a proprietary software called DataPens, D-A-T-A-P-I-N-S. You can search it at datapens.com. This is not white labeled. I actually own this piece of software and I made it for you. It was made for contractors. You can actually take pictures of jobs up to six, make a caption about the material, the, the brand, the situation, the, the repairs, and post that back to your individual pages on your website, just like that. It's super simple, anyone could use it. It also texts and emails your clients, direct links to your reviews, so it helps reputation and reviews, which helps conversion and map placement. The geo-coordinate gets grabbed by data pens and Google can tell where you are. So instead of them just seeing reviews, they see all jobs or even estimates that you do. This vastly outperforms just getting reviews, helps the map show up, helps organic keywords. And remember those captions that you're putting in there help expand the keywords per page. And it's great regular content. I love it. We made it just for you. It is organic optimization on steroids for both your website, your rankings, 
and the map placement. Check out DataPens. I think you'll be happy you did. This is where I'm going to break from uh, Roofer keyword ranking Grover theory because you can't, this is not a Sesame Street level. So you could have a website that has a lot of content that looks good that is breaking all the rules. Yeah. So that's where we'll stop from the Grover theory because it could be AI content. Theory breaks down eventually, yeah. Copied content. It could be a horrible, cheap template with a lot of bad code base in it. And AI content has gotten good enough that when a human reads it, they can't tell. You, off, you usually can't tell, but Google's gotten good at detecting it despite that. And they spite it and they penalize it. Yeah. Yeah. So Google hates AI content. You could have copied content. You could be throwing blogs in like crazy and you're like, I'm doing it all, Nolan. It's like, no, it's all fake and I've contrived. I've got these guys, they do three blogs a week for It's me. old school style trying to please Google. Yeah. And you've completely screwed it all up and it's actually getting a penalty at this point. Quite often, yeah. Um, the penalties seem to be back, by the way. We haven't really talked about that, but that um, content, uh, God dang it, it's a good content. Helpful, Helpful content. content. <laughs> I, I, I swear it was good content at the beginning, but no, anyway. Helpful from All right. Beginning. Anyway, so I like good content better, but but it's helpful makes sense. Just Google always has these little innocuous terms that sound nice, you know. Yeah. It's helpful. But you know they deliberated for like three months before putting the name out publicly. I'm sure. It's like it's always well. That's kind of rude. It's like yeah, but that's what it is. Like yeah, but it's helpful. <laughs> We're helping people. <laughs> yeah, but we're punishing all these. Yeah, but but we don't want to say that. The punishing that. content. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but it, it's literally all these people that have been told for like 20 years yeah. to give Google content to blog, to throw up, you know, links. And they're, they've just, and, and what, so if they, the Grover theory breaks when somebody thinks they're doing this stuff, but it was made for Google, not made for the user. Right. And and it's such a it's such a a simple turn, and it seems like it's the same thing, but it's completely different. It basically means you might have three blogs and no more. You yeah. might have a website with a hundred or two hundred blogs, and you have to get rid of like hundred and ninety of them. We did that recently. New client, they had what was it? Six hundred, seven hundred uh, blog entries, and only three of them on their whole site, got any traffic whatsoever. In fact, about 300 or more were not even copied or cached. That means Google knew they were there. They crawled or spidered them, but said, this is such shit. That, that we think so little of this that we're not even gonna... We're not gonna make a copy of it. Yeah. And so it was somewhere back in the website, but not searchable or findable on the web itself. Yeah, that means every keyword on those 300 pages, you're not gonna rank for. It also... Uh, pretty certainly means that they had a penalty going on. Oh yeah. 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 They, they, they would have had an algorithmic yeah. penalty at that point for you know, crap content. So I think the points made here, if I had to sum on you, the, sum this up, you can tell most of the time, about 80% of the time Grover theory works. You can look and take out all your biases and stuff you've heard and see if yours looks the same as your, as the people that are showing up in map ranking then get all the professional work that you can done regularly and treat your online web presence seriously. And if you have too much content, could be AI or copied, you can check some of these against AI content generators. 
or like copyscape for copied content. And if right. you have more than 25 blogs, you're probably spamming your website out. And so if you have something that looks good and it doesn't rank, those are probably the problems, at least in 2023. Yeah. We're sitting here at Christmas we're in time. Late, yeah, we're, we're the yeah. week before Christmas 2022. So we're heading into the, the new year. Yeah, kind of the week. Week of, week before. Nolan Walker here for Roofing Webmasters. I want you to consider becoming one of our clients. We've done this for 12 years, have hundreds of clients. We help everybody with their design, their code, their content, showing up on Google as high as possible. Clients get regular call volume. If you've never experienced what I call the big show, showing up on Google organically, which is where the vast majority of the clicks occur on your map, your reputation, your reviews, your organic keyword ranking, you owe it to yourself to try us. We even have proprietary software that we own called data pens that lets you post pictures of jobs, unique captions that increase keywords and long tail keywords, uh, your rankings on Google, text and emailing clients about reviews, even posting pins and photos and captions back to Google. All this helps your organic rankings. Data pens is fantastic and the work we do here at Roofing Webmasters is fantastic. Please give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. All right, so guys, like and subscribe. This one was pretty, actually pretty good, I feel like. And um, call us when you're ready. If you have questions, we're very easy to speak with. We've done this for 13 years. Uh, Roofer is our largest percentage category client. We work with a lot of contractors. We understand the roofing world extremely well. Yep. We'll flex our, we flex on that all the time in other podcasts about all the stuff we know. Um, but anyway, give us a call. This sort of stuff is uh, the obscurity and the small changes is where optimization yeah. has moved. You know, I was good, when you said that before, I was going to make the point that the professional service you need is not necessarily, although obviously it's a component of it, it's not necessarily the labor of building a website or the labor of building the software, it's knowing how to do it right. And that's... And continuing to signal proper to Google yeah. and make sure that the <clears throat> car doesn't veer off the road. Yeah. There's a there's a story I heard a few years ago. This old this older gentleman retired. He worked at a factory. Is this an old wise tale? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, supposedly this really happened. Who knows for sure? But he retired... And he went off to have his retirement. And about three months after he retired, something at the factory broke down. And they called him and they said, could you, nobody knows how this part works, this area works anymore. Could you come in and consult? And he went in and they saw what he was doing. And he walked over, he walked over to this closed box component thing. And he put a big chalk X on it and said, replace that. And he left and then he billed him and he billed him $50,000. Yeah. And they sent back, and they, they were polite, but they sent back, could we please get an itemized I've heard this before, uh, yeah. thing of what this was for? And he said, and he sent back the itemized list, one chalk X, $5, knowing where to put it, $49,995. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where the value is. My, um, my uncle Wendell um, went <laughs> to work for General Motors uh, as an engineer without an engineering degree at a, with a high, high school to military. Yeah. And um, they taught him how to be an engineer. He became an electrical engineer, top paid, paid same as degreed individuals, because at the time they didn't have enough engineers to go around. We weren't churning out enough of them. And you didn't have, you could just walk in, pass a few tests, look smart enough, go, okay. And they, they train you. We'll yeah. train you. And um, he retired fairly early. 
and um, excellent retirement back in the days. You know, he's still around, but um, he, he, he had a, always had the biggest truck, the biggest bass boat, you know, all that stuff. And um, he, he's been doing fishing every lake around for like 30 years or something. But they, they would call him in yeah. um, for quite a while. Because it, my wife's grandfather, same deal, yeah. went to a vocational school in New York, then worked to went to work at Con Ed, which is the power company right. for um, New York City. Right. And uh, he became such an expert in that stuff. He helped put like the first 10 nuclear power plants in America. Wow. He was there to consult and put them online. And after he retired, they would constantly call him to ask them, ha- ask him how to fix stuff that went out because he was the only guy who knew how to do it. I feel that way now, except I'm still working and I'm not getting paid extra for walking in. <laughs> You're not getting $50,000 for yeah, your child kicks. Yeah, no? but I mean, if, if I had to relate this back to what we do here is that these guys we're talking about became experts in that category. And as an entrepreneur, as a roofer, um, and you've heard me say this like a thousand times, but the job one is to figure out how to market your company, get leads to a sale. And if you can't right. make it past that step, you're basically, you know, just kind of running around doing stuff. Yeah. And and you're you may enjoy your life, but you probably won't get rich and you're not really gonna be a company. You'll have some moments of success, but if you can't figure out how to market your company on Google, which is where most of the leads come from, it just won't work. That's got to be like that that light has to turn on like that that switch has it has to turn that that cog has to go yeah and if they can't get that to go they won't make it to the next step all the other steps are figured out eventually yeah if leads continue to come in you can screw up and screw up again your life is for business is forgiving if leads come in you'll eventually figure out profit and overhead and Yeah, if you get leads and you get income, all the other stuff can be dealt with eventually. But if you don't get leads and income, none of that other stuff even matters. No, there's my dad's a CPA and make money. You got to figure out the other stuff. Yeah, you can be the best financial manager in the world if you don't make money, you never get anywhere. Right. You got to get leads in a sale. I was talking to somebody the other day. Um, We're we're off in the weeds a little bit, but. it's the sale. It was, uh, I, I, I was talking to a friend of mine. He was talking about it a while back and he's teaching this kid how to sell. And I think it was, it might've been Mark Cuban or somebody like that, but I don't, I don't remember who I was listening to on like a little Instagram post or something, but <clears throat> business is sales entrepreneur. It, it was, it was Robert Kiyosaki talking to rich dad. Okay. Rich dad was Chinese. Poor dad was Japanese. That's his real poor dad was his real dad. The Japanese dad, um, but the rich dad came up to him and he was, he said, how's, how's your love life, Robert? Chinese dad came over from, got here from communist China and like loved capitalism and freedom and all that and wanted and made a ton of money evidently. Rich dad said, how's your love life? He said, well, it's horrible. And rich dad had been trying to get Robert to sell for many years to become a salesperson. He said, well, I hate selling. I just can't stand selling. It's like, well, if you don't sell, you won't ever get rich. He's like, fine. And then one day what got to him was, he's like, how should he, he wasn't getting any women. He's like, well, it's horrible. He says, cause you can't sell Robert. Can't sell yourself. Can't sell. Can't get women. Can't sell. Can't make money. And he's like, oh shit. And like when he told him that 
he changed and then he said it took him like six months to get the date, but he didn't give up on the sale, you know, but <laughs> I love listening. To him. He, he's so old. He's like old grandpa gritty. Yeah. He just says bad stuff all the time, <laughs> but it's all real. And it's like, Oh damn grandpa. This is believe- all quotes, by the way, we're yeah. not saying this. I can't so believe- we don't get canceled. I can't believe you said that. No, this was me talking about yeah, Robert. Yeah, somebody else. <laughs> oh, he says inappropriate stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> He says some inappropriate stuff, even if it's true. It's like inappropriate, but um, but man, people got to figure out the lead to the sale. That most of what I do in these podcasts is trying to wake people up to what's required. Yeah, to get to the lead in the sale. That's why the services we offer, and whether you get them from us or somebody else, are so important because they are vital to get the lead. They are vital to the health and longevity of your business. I know that Jason's trying to be democratic and political about it, but there is no one that does it better than us. <laughs> Absolutely is no one at this point. I didn't say yeah. that they should go. With they should not. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, call us when you're ready. We'll, we'll, uh, we could ramble, but we'll see you. We'll, we hope to hear from you. Take it easy.